Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. While nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. We're on Twitter. What? We're on Facebook. What's a Facebook? We're on Instagram. <laughs> and we are on the WWW. But guess what else we're on? What? We're on YouTube! Oh! <laughs> YouTube! That's right. We have our own channel. Oh. Yes, there you can find our episodes, some trailers, and a whole lot more we're cooking up. And we have a very, very special opportunity for you. That's right. If you subscribe at YouTube, our channel there, this month of July, you will be entered to win a custom watching plan from Why Watch That. If you win, yeah, we'll tell you, hey, here's some things for you, just you, to check out. We will curate that thing for you. Ew, why watch that? We're kind of nice over here, aren't we? We sure are. So if you're interested in that, and heck, you should be on the YouTube anyway. The YouTube. See, I was saying like, oh, man. <laughs> Not just a YouTube. <laughs> be on the YouTube anyway at our channel, Why Watch That. Subscribe in July, and maybe you'll know what to watch from here forth. So why watch that TV talk? It's nice when you have a summer crush. <laughs> because you get to leave the summer crush. You get all the frills and the summer dies down and it's time to get back to business. Well, we talked about the series premieres and now we're going to get back to our good old boyfriend and girlfriend, the steady relationships that we have with some of the shows that we're going to talk about. We've got a handful of season premieres. We have a season finale that we're going to talk about. And we have a series finale. And I will have to hold the critic's hand because he has... He has powered through the... He's watched every single episode and can tell you what happened. So we'll... We hope. We'll we'll see. Let's start off with a very familiar, very popular return. Everybody was anticipating. In fact, actually, the numbers were way, way down for season four's premiere. But that's kind of what happens. Um, We're talking about none none other than This Is Us. We had a very um, interesting season last season because- That's a good word. Yes, we had, we saw Felicia Rashad. (laughs) We saw Beth's story. We also saw, um, we saw one of the triplets give birth. We saw another triplet kick a habit only to pick it up again. Mm. And then we saw the third triplet saying, I'm gonna run for office. And by the end of it, he's like, yeah, and we need to move to Philadelphia. 
<laughs> oh, give up yeah. the big house and everything. And we'll see how that rolls out. It's already been renewed for season five and six. Ha! But how was season four? That's the question. Oh, well, just so you know, <laughs> in my notes, ref, after season three, I put question marks. Now, what that means, everybody, is that's my signal to myself to say, you can stop watching this. <laughs> so I came into season four with a skeptical eye. I was going, when am I going to press stop? So did I do that? Let's find out. You did. In the opening of season four, what happened to all of the characters of This Is Us? Outside of Jack and Mom, they're gone. <laughs> it's a new seat. That's what it is. It's everybody else is left behind. <laughs> so you're watching it going, it looks like this is us. It sounds like it. But we've got three new storylines. Do they connect to the people we know and maybe love? I don't know. So let's talk about it. One of the storylines involves a family. Omar Epps is the father. Mm-hmm. Marsha Stephanie Blake is the mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, good casting. Yeah. And their son is one of the kids in When They See Us. Yes, one of the leads. And oh, how much are we giving away, Ref? I don't think you give that part away. Just know that mm-hmm. he has a very, he has a need for money. Yes, but- he does. And how is he going to do it? His father has a shop, a car shop, or there are other alternatives. Hmm. How does he connect to the people in This Is Us? Does he connect? He does. Mm -hmm. But you don't find out to the end of the episode how. And it may not be the way you expect. Now we, yeah. Now we also have in the second storyline I'm going, this is not in any particular order. We have uh, a young adult man. (laughs) He's a musician, but he's blind. Okay, but he's charming. You know, he goes to a diner and he charms the waitress all the way. I won't tell you what that means. He really charms her. Yeah, he charmed her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, over the course of this episode, we his storyline goes forward like years. I mean, or months. I don't even know how long. It just goes forward. And we see how this develops. But again, how does this tie in? As it starts moving forward a little more, you might be able to figure that one out. Yeah. You might. Yeah. His name. And, well, I'm not going to. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. Now, in the other new storyline, we have a woman who's a soldier. She's in war. She's communicating with her husband the way that soldiers do when they're in war. And, of course, when she comes back from the war, She brings the war with her. We've seen this time and time again. In this show. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So the question is again, how does that tie in to the core of This Is Us? Does it? Is it tangential? What's going on? Well, by the end of the first episode of season four, we know what the ties are going to be. The question is, where are we going moving forward? Now, the one core storyline they kept in this episode was Jack and Mama. Okay, Milo and Mandy, who played them. And we go way back again to when they were courting, and we see when Jack 
met the parents. Her parents, yeah. Now, you know Jack, okay? So you know he's not gonna come up looking like a fool. But we can see how some of the seeds are sown in that moment for maybe some not so good things to come. So, I think that's enough for that. And what I'll say is this. I'm still watching This Is Us after this episode. Mm-hmm. I The additions, I didn't mind. I didn't mind kind of going, oh, where are they going? Uh, from wh- how I felt at the end of last season, when, I, when that episode, when they were in the hospital waiting, I thought I was going to pull the little bit of hair I have on my head out. <laughs> so I didn't have that feeling again. It felt more like This Is Us again. The question's going to be, how are they going to move forward with these storylines? And can they juggle them all? Also, do they know where their bread is buttered? I yes. don't know yet. And that's the question. And we'll see how long it lasts for me. I don't know about you, Ref, but there we go. I didn't care for the storylines. Get back to the core story. Moving on. Grace, I didn't. It's just, it was, I don't, you don't start a season that way. I don't, I don't want to, I don't care. I don't care about those people except for the people I've invested three seasons worth of things. But, you know, it, we'll see. It, it, they're we'll gonna see. Get- yeah, they tied them in, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blackish on ABC is black. It's in season six, which means it is going to be syndicated. <laughs> That's what every show wants to make it to five, at least. And we have back, the family's back. We didn't see, we didn't really see, um, Yara, um, who plays uh, Zoe, uh, because she's off filming Grownish. But yep. Junior is back in the house. Mm. And you're going to tell us, should he be and why is he? <laughs> mm. But this pilot, or not pilot, but this new season, somebody has fallen in love. Mm. And the whole family is shook. Shook. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Um, so Junior was off with Migos being the manager. And now at home, he's back, but he's, you know, wheeling and dealing, talking to all kinds of people. Cardi B. Hey. <laughs> and he wants to tell them all about how important things are. But when they start questioning him, what's his response? Because, mm. you know, the twins are on the prowl. <laughs> especially Diane because oh, yeah. Diane goes you will respect my insults <laughs> <laughs> you will so that's one of the storylines but the main one like you said is Pops oh. of all people has not only fallen in love he's gotten his act together his attitude together and he is engaged what? now not engaged like in the normal way engaged meaning about to be married yes how is now who is the woman of his dreams she's a judge oh and with his kids <laughs> and his age that's right because the whole time they're going now who is this going to be who is it going to be <laughs> and uh one of the ideas was it would be one of the twins from uh Gr- Gronish. <laughs> <laughs> so we figure out who it is and i'm just going to tell you who it is because yeah, it's fun please. it's great Loretta Devine plays her. Oh, perfect. So you got Loretta Devine and Jennifer Lewis and Lawrence Fishburne together. Uh Uh-oh. And what is Ruby, played by Jennifer Lewis, what is her reaction going to be? I won't give that one away. Don't. Mm -mm. Don't do it. You got to see it to believe it. 
So everybody is going, what? What? <laughs> and that's really the first episode. Especially I enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed seeing Lawrence Fishburne just flip the script. I enjoyed watching Loretta Vine, Divine come in and, and do Loretta Divine, okay? And be the judge. He had to pull out a fake gavel <laughs> and let them know they better calm down in her presence. And the question is, how are these families going to mesh now? I think that that is a nice thing to bring in. I'll see what else they're going to do moving forward. Because for me, in uh, the last season and the season before that of the show, it just started to show its age a bit. So I hope maybe this will rejuvenate things for them. But it's blackish. That's what it is. Yep, yep. It was a it was a nice way to say hello to everyone again. Uh, Grey's Anatomy on ABC. You guys, I, this is season sixteen, and guess what? They've been renewed for seventeen. They have officially passed ER for the number of seasons. It is Shonda will. Shonda's children's 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 children will never have to work again. And the funny thing is, now I personally, I am not going to dare pick this up um, and try and catch up to this. But the question is, you know, do you need to? Uh, can you pick it up where it is? For you, uh, critic, you're saying you it, it seems to renew itself well, literally, but renew itself every season. But this season, Meredith <laughs> is in some hot water. And usually she's not in this kind of hot water. So what do we have here? Yeah. Uh, and just before I get into that, just to answer your question, can you just pick it up? Here's what I would say. Grey's Anatomy entered its renaissance in season 11. So if you really were interested and you wanted to start watching it, if you've never seen it before, watch the first two seasons. Right, right. That's a must. But if you did and you lost track. And- right, if you did, if you've already seasoned, if you've already seen seasons one and two, start at the end of season 10, when Kelly McCreary's character shows up, Dr. Maggie Pierce, and go right into season 11, you'll be fine. Okay, you'll just figure it out. Who cares? Thank you. So now in season 16, <laughs> the yes, the repercussions of season 15 at the end, they are here because Meredith and others decided to break the law to save a patient. Mm-mm. This patient did not have the money to pay and they were in a particular situation that did not allow them to get certain government assistance. So Meredith took it upon herself to falsify medical records. we Now remember, Meredith is a co-owner of the hospital. Hmm. So she got to go to the judge. And she's expecting to be locked up, have her license taken away, done. Does that happen? Well, before, before we get to, well, hold on. Maybe. We don't know. I'll say it that way. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Now, here's the thing. Before all of that comes to fruition, uh, Dr. Bailey fired her, fired Weber, and fired, fired Karev. What, what, what happened? Fired! <laughs> and it pains her to do so. Now, Weber is going, 
I've trained you. You are my protege. Uh-oh, How dare you fire me? Her, uh, his wife, remember, played by Debbie Allen, she really owns the joint. And she's looking at Miranda going, you fired my husband? I got to deal with him skulking around? He's, like, pay paying house calls like it's the 1950s trying to make a living? Because he can't just sit down. Oh. So this is not good. And Miranda regrets doing it, but she's like, well, what could I have done? These are my favorite people. I'm now surrounded by people I don't even like as my employees. Because after they were fired, some other people quit. Uh-oh. Now, not the people you know, though. <laughs> some people off screen. Just random. <laughs> yeah, just randos. They quit. So oh, everybody yeah, else is still at the hospital. And uh, one, of the, one of the doctors who was implicated with Meredith, who was in a relationship with Meredith, he finally comes back because he was cleared of wrongdoing. And he looks at Bailey and goes, you need me, don't you? <laughs> now, <laughs> there's also... <laughs> your head back up and then put your finger up <laughs> there's also joe kareb's wife we saw in the previous season she got a truth she met a certain person from her past a very important person and it did not go well and that sent her into a spiral of drinking and other things oh dear she has got to go to rehab oh boy and she does does it work how is uh, her relationship with Karev? How is that going to survive things? Remember, I mean, Karev has had so much tragedy. And that's a part of her point. She's like, look, do you really need to be with me? I don't want to make your life any worse than it has been. I don't want to bring you back to these places. Well, what do you think happens? Mm -hmm. And Karev needs a job. Remember, he got fired too. So how is he and Webber going to scheme to get another job? What are they going to do? Does this make Bailey happy? Does it make the Debbie Allen's character happy. Mm -hmm. And what's Meredith gonna do as well, okay? What is she forced to do? That's the question. There's also a little couple that we know and love. Dr. Mary Pierce, Maggie Pierce is a part of it. They aren't going well. That started at the end of the last uh, season and we see what's happening here. Somebody might have their eyes on somebody else. And there's also someone who's given birth, someone who finds out that they're going to give birth. And all of this is just episode one of season 16. Good gracious. So, Grey's Anatomy is still Grey's Anatomy. I don't, I don't know what happened in season 11, but they haven't dropped it since. This is quintessential network TV, network medical procedural. They are not showing their age. So I say, let's see how long this goes. But I always say this, and I'll end it here, Ref, for Grey's Anatomy. The casting is the key. Right. Right, 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 right. Well, there's another show that you love that's been renewed. We're talking about young Sheldon. That's right. The uh, prequel, I guess, um, spinoff. A Big Bang Theory, yes, all about Sheldon, but he's tiny in a tiny body. Uh, this is on CBS. It's already been picked up for se uh, for season four, but let's get through season three yet. Does it still have its charm? Does it still have its wit? Is it still a genius of a show? Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Well, at the opening of season three, Sheldon and Mama Mary... They're looking at each other and going, hmm, maybe something's up because 
what happens is uh, one of my favorite characters played by Wallace Shawn, Dr. John Sturgis. He essentially, he needs some mental help. Oy. And he is one of Sheldon's mentors. He's a college professor. He's just like Sheldon. So Mary, the mo mother of Sheldon, goes, wait a minute, is this where Sheldon is headed? So she decides to start researching mental illness. And some of these symptoms she's reading is a dead ringer for Sheldon. Oh. Uh-oh. Now, Sheldon in the midst of this is looking at mama and going, something's up, something's wrong with you. So eventually he figures out what's going on and starts looking her up and says, maybe you have a mental illness. <laughs> oh, of course he does, that's perfect. So, you know, there we go, this tete-a-tete -tete that's happening. So that's the main core of this first episode of season three. Now, the other little storyline is Sheldon's brother. He decides to try to become a budding entrepreneur. There's a, a shop that's going out of business. He decides to buy up all of the snow globes, and this is Texas. <laughs> he buys up all of the snow globes, and he wants to sell them at a profit. Now, he's not known for his smarts. So do you think this works out? Well, I won't give that away. So it was fun seeing the standoff between Sheldon and Mama. It was even fun seeing Georgie, Sheldon's brother, try to sell these snow globes. And I'll put it to you this way, Ref. My brother has never seen young Sheldon. But since you can't watch it, <laughs> the past episodes, they're not available unless you want to pay. Jeez. I just told him, just start watching season three. Let's see what happens. Because it's episodic, it's not really like that you need to know all the storylines. Uh -huh. So he did, and I'll tell you, from the beginning he started laughing, he didn't stop, he loves it, and this is only one episode. So if, of course, if you're a Sheldon fan, you're already watching this, we know that. But if you didn't watch The Big Bang Theory, or if you did and you haven't seen Young Sheldon, and you like this kind of comedy, a really smart little kid who's played to the nines by Ian Armitage, then please check this out. The rest of his cast is great. You got Annie Potts, you got Zoe Perry, you got all kinds of people in here doing great work. And it's still going strong for me. And just know everybody, now in TV, the ratings are changing. We'll just put it that way. Everything's going down because who's watching this stuff live? Right. So we'll see what happens, uh, but it does have another season. I just hope that it's enough viewership in total to keep this going. Let's move on to a season finale. Now, yeah, one of your favorite on-screen Vixen Siren spinoff of Suits, as you like to call it, Suits. Yeah, Liquid You. Pearson on mm. USA has taken its bow for its season. Just about 10 episodes. Not a real huge commitment there. And we see that one of the stars of Suits has veered off and gone to Chicago and decided she's going to practice law there in quotes. Right. <laughs> in quotes. Question is, does she stay within those quotes? Hmm. Or, or, you know, and I guess, you know what the real question is, is this a successful spinoff? We love Gina. She's amazing. She always does great work. Um, but is this enough? Because the next show we're going to review, um, it may need to work for her. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and like you're saying, Gina Torres plays Jessica Pearson from Suits. Suits. Now that's where we get the name Pearson. She has been disbarred, <laughs> but she winds up in the Chicago mayor's office as essentially a fixer. She can't practice law, though. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, she has family in Chicago as well. She has her aunt, her uh, cousin, and her uh, nephews. And the cousin and she don't get along. It's really the cousin's fault. Uh, let me just say this. The cousin has this problem with, oh, Jessica, you just coming in. You want to throw money at us. You don't really care. You were supposed to help my mom do this and that because there's this whole housing issue throughout the season. You're supposed to help us. And uh, what uh, Jessica had to do was drop that lawsuit to work for the mayor. That was a part of it. But she was like, look, I'm now going to be on the inside. I'm going to help you out. So she and the cousin going back and forth. Let me tell you all something. I don't care that the cousin doesn't like her. I don't care. If she wants to throw money at me, she can. <laughs> oh, like that. they are stretching it too far here. <laughs> like you would you wouldn't imagine, ref, where they took this in this first season by the end. It was ridiculous. We had people in at the city council. She the cousin was leading the the, the people against them. The cousin took her mother and sons who are young to the streets to protest, to live in a tent city. <laughs> When she and the mother and her sons were living in Jessica's condo <laughs> after they got kicked out of the housing. This is what you're bitter about? Just, we got to think of everybody else. You got two little kids. It's just crazy. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So let's throw that away. And let's focus on the political part. Jessica's there as a fixer for the mayor. The mayor has this brother. The brother is driving Jessica. He's her driver. But he and the mayor are implicated in a crime with one of the bosses of Chicago. So you know you have blackmail going on. And this is serious. And the brother, the driver, he might spill the beans. He can't take it anymore. So can Jessica fix this as well? That's where we have a little cliffhanger at the end of season one. Because the real lawyer in the mayor's office, maybe she's not going to be there anymore. Because she and the mayor have been going at it, and the mayor's married to a woman who has MS, who's played by Betsy Brant, by the way, who was in, um, uh, what's what's that show, Walter White? Oh, Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad, yes. So Wait, going at it, you mean like sexual? Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. They are in a romantic relationship. The mayor oh, loves yeah. this woman. Oh, does the wife find out? She's played by Betsy Brandt. Yeah, you can guess. Yeah, that's why she they hired her. <laughs> now the question is, what's her reaction? Mm. Ha! So at the end, everybody might be in danger, including Jessica. Now, at the beginning of this season, we saw that there was this van coming down like this alleyway almost toward Jessica. Does she get hit? What is going on? We find out at the end, it ain't that big of a deal. But somebody might be setting somebody else up. Who is that somebody and who's being set up? I don't know. I'm not going to tell you, but I'll tell you this to wrap this up for Pearson. The title is Pearson. You've got to milk Gina Torres for every bone that she has. That's when this show works, when she's not on the screen. Eh. 
they didn't need to stretch this out, ref. Also, they wanted to make this darker. That's fine. But it is a Suits spinoff. And Suits has humor. And the thing about Suits, beyond the humor, is they have characters. They have ridiculous characters. They have all kinds of different characters. A lot of these people are just interchangeable. and <laughs> So we'll see. I will, if they get season two, start watching it. I don't know whether I'll finish it, though. Okay, but you did finish this because it is finished. Yes, we are saying goodbye forever to Suits on USA. You've spent nine glorious seasons with these people. The ups, the downs, people going to jail, but maybe not. ups. A fright. I mean, we got people leaving the show, becoming princesses. Literally! <laughs> a princess. <laughs> Literally. So, you know, I missed my my shot on that show. I could have become who knows? <laughs> who knows what I could have become. But we're saying goodbye. And you know what? I really thought for some weird reason that they would bring her back and just kind of say goodbye because she and uh, Harry, Meghan Markle I'm talking about, they were touring the U.S. and they were here for the U.S. Open. So I, I they probably had already finished taping, you know, the finale by then. But I, I don't know. I just thought maybe, maybe. Well, they wanted her back. Well, of course they, I mean, she's, but you know, yeah. literally royal. She's like, so. yeah, she's like, um, no. <laughs> I gave that up. She probably could not, so. Right, exactly, yeah, she gave it up. Um, so, okay. Uh, they did bring her back in flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> like that montage you get at the end with people whipping their heads around, you know, that kind of thing, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, but throughout season nine, um, the law firm has been in trouble. And they're in serious trouble because the bar has appointed someone to run the firm. And this someone ain't no joke. This woman is nuts. <laughs> I mean that literally. This woman will stop at nothing to try to fire all these people. She says, you will run this ship my way. Oh. Or oh. you're all out of here. And she never misses an opportunity to come around the corner and say, I saw what you did. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's just ridiculous. I loved it. I loved how ridiculous it was. And her name is Faye, and she's played by Denise Crosby. If you don't know Denise Crosby, you don't know her by name, probably. But you've seen this woman if you've watched enough TV. She does not play. Okay. She comes to work. And she sure did here. So we have Harvey, we have Lewis, we have Donna, Katrina, Alex, Samantha. They're all in the whirlwind, caught up in Faye. So how many people are still employed by the end of season nine? I won't tell you that. Are people fired? Yes. Is it more than one person? Yes. Are people demoted? Yes. <laughs> so all along while this is happening, Harvey at all, they go, okay, we've got to figure out a way to get this woman out of here. But they got to do it in a way that's legitimate or the bar won't pay attention and Faye will close shop. She's done it before. Now, this woman has a past that they like digging into and they find out some things. Uh -oh. Is Faye on the up and up as she claims to be? I won't give that away. But whatever they unearth, they go, you know what Faye says? I don't care. You do what you want. 
You people, she's like Joe Clark. You've been running this place your way for years. <laughs> so by the end of season nine, do they handle Faye? Well, you know they do, but how? Right? Now, I talked about at the beginning of this season, Ref, we had this storyline where finally Harvey and Donna, they profess their love for each other. And about half of that episode, it was all about that and it dragged on and on. I was like, okay, move forward. This is Suits. We need to get to the ridiculousness. And they did. And they lasted, they kept that up throughout most of season nine. They did bring back Mike. He came back. Yes, he did. And he was implicated in this whole thing to get Faye gone. Mm. That was fun to see. And in the final episode, when they get their comeuppets, that was fun. However, there is a moment where Harvey and Faye have to agree on something. They didn't show the scene. I was looking at this like, are y'all nuts? You can't just say, okay, and now she's gone. <laughs> so that you all can do your retrospective? I'm gonna tell you something. Suits is not the kind of show where we need a retrospective. I don't need to go back through all those old moments. Are you serious? Show me that scene. I don't care if people got married and having babies and are going to get married. Like, oh, this is Suits. It's Suits. Suits. So, outside of that, the whole uh, nine season run, how was that for me? This is the kind of show that you check in on when you just want to kind of laugh at people going all the way with things. You want to just figure out how in the world are they going to continue this premise? Like, it took a lot of creative juices for them to keep this writing room going. And for that, I say thank you for the laughs. Thank you for the ridiculousness. And overall, it is still suits. Ooh. Listeners, there you have it. This is, this is, we've revisited that old, good old relationship and some things have changed and some things have not. But you stay locked here. We promise, we promise, promise, promise to keep giving you different options that you choose from when it comes to television. Yeah, we love you that much. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.